a product of the Whisper Forge. Sound and story brought to life. You're listening to a parody that is not affiliated with or endorsed by Supergiant Games in any way. We're just big ol' nerds making improv fanfiction. Rogue Runners is rated R for pretty much everything you can find in Greek mythology. Violence, assault, self-harm, offensive language, insensitive humor, and intense themes. We encourage everyone to check out our show notes and transcripts on our website at whisperforge.org. Are you ready to run? Then welcome to Volume 1 in the Blood. Well, all right, and then Hypnos turns to you. What do you do? I say, hi, I'm Rolf, and I'm about to die. Wow, uh, watch where you're landing, Zag. Zagman, what's up? <laughs> uh, I think we gotta kill this guy. That's you. <laughs> Is this what we're choosing to do? That's your character now? <laughs> Zagman, what's up? We're about to die? Yo, what's poppin'? Rolf is going through a midlife crisis. He has uh, sunglasses on indoors. He has one earring. <laughs> Annie sweating. <laughs> uh, so is he. <laughs> and then he says, so you've made it to Elysium. Please, help me bring my friend to rest. Absolutely. Uh, we, we've been hot on your trail for a while. I, there's a lot we got to talk about, but first, let's kill this guy. And I would like to attack. <laughs> okay. As you make to attack, Dark Hypnos just still, like, eyes closed, just, like, raises a hand toward you and then just, like, moves it to the side as if kind of just, like, pushing this, like, invisible, like, sliding door. And then... You hear another gun. Oh, no. Crap. Everybody make a charisma saving throw. That ah. is my, that's my shit, yo. It's my shit, too. Well, it's still only an 18, but. That is my least shit. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, No, no. That's, I also rolled a one arete, but I have a plus eight. What the shit? I got nothing, so I got a one. Natural, no modifier. What the shit? Oh, everyone is near me, so I had four. Oh, well, five. <laughs> that helps. 22. 13. Dirty 20. All of you immediately drop to the ground. As you drop to the ground, you don't feel yourself drop to the ground. You feel your body drop to the ground, and you look down at your own body. And you're still standing there, but it's your shade. Oh. So this is like what you were before you kind of got your bodies back. I am my own sleep paralysis demon. Yeah, so your shades have been ripped from you. And that's like the, the form that you're in right now as your bodies lie at your feet. Now, in this form, one thing I want to make clear about this combat, the way that it works is that you're only going to take damage when damage happens to your body. Now, what you also see on the opposite end of the arena from Hypnos, almost as if it, like, if you imagine like Hypnos is like a midpoint for like a, a mirror or something, like imagine like a mirror image of all of you on the other side. And on that side, you see shadowy versions of yourselves. Uh-huh. But those are bodies. And they are coming for your shades ah! and your bodies on your end of the arena right now. Is Zagreus also a shade right now? Uh, you don't see Zagreus's shade here. Is he asleep on the floor?
floor? No. You, in fact, you, so the whole Colosseum is empty except for your bodies, and you see Hypnos in the middle, and then you see your shades on the opposite side. Mm. Your or your like your nega shades. Quick, someone spin a top. <laughs> Instead of the gong, you just hear. <laughs> <laughs> Um, roll initiative, please. Sixteen. Six. Nine. Uh, that was a twelve. So they're about 180 feet away from you, and they all start dashing towards you. So they cross 60 feet, so now they're 120 feet away from you. Rolf, it is your turn. Can I roll like Arcana or something to see how we may be able to re-corporealize ourselves? Sure. Okay. 20. With a 20, you figure that if you take a closer look at the shades, they're pretty far from you. But if you were to take a closer look at the shades, and if you were to have, say, the memories of Arete, which you don't, you would see that they have these, like, spirits glowing inside them, the same way Arete saw in Annie at her birthday. And if you kill those spirits and take those spirits from them, you can put them back in your own body. Well... I know that you have potentially 118 HP, but you look like a little bitch version of me. So, <laughs> I'm going to cast Firebolt upon myself and call upon Daedalus to affect uh, Alex. Uh, yeah, let's whittle down Alexander uh, with the uh, adjacent damage. And of course, Ares and everyone else to increase all that damage. Olympus, fuck him up! Your boons do not answer you. What the shit? I have no spell slots left! Me neither. We're dead! That's a 19, though, and I know that hits me. I know. Yeah, so that does hit you. <laughs> okay. Can I still use my blood crystal? Uh, if you have them. Yeah, then yeah. Oh, wait, no, no. You don't have blood. Fuck off. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't have blood. Fuck off. Gonna write that down real quick. Okay. Well, then, I do 12 damage to myself. Okay. Then you hear me go, oof. Ouch. Okay. Do you do anything else, Rolf? I already used my bonus action, so I'm going to back up a little bit. This is Shadow Rolf acting. He does try to fire a firebolt. Let's see what he gets. So, so it's a 21. Yeah, that hits. Fuck. And what's the damage on it? 2d10. 2d10. Peace out, y'all. Also 12. Oh, shit. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, I'm a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Annie, it is your turn. Okay, I'm assuming that because these are like our shadow versions of ourselves, and because Rolf technically didn't tell us uh, what he saw uh, within uh, the shadow versions of There's ourselves. There's a soul inside of them. Kill them and take them. <laughs> well, then I'm also thinking because technically, if that's like similar to what happened to me with Arete, Arete didn't kill me to take, you know, that light. So I'm like, do we have to kill them or do we just have to reach them and take it? But I understand it's probably best to kill them. But then I'm like, is Arete even gonna kill them because Arete wants to be all peaceful now. It's This is all going on in Annie's head. Okay, okay, it's okay. Can, Annie wants to like try and bend down and see if she can actually like grab her body or does, do her hands just like phase right through. That is correct. They phase right through, what the shit, okay. Ah, it's almost oh. as if in order to touch your body, you need that essence from Shadow Annie. Of course I do. But of course I do. Okay, so Annie is going to run 30 feet and then would like to cast Melf's Acid Arrow at level four on her 
herself. Shadow person of herself. Not like herself self. Like shadow person of herself. Okay. Oh my tits. <laughs> that doesn't work. You're a minor. Nine doesn't hit. So. Don't you have like plus nine on the attack? I have plus eight on the attack and I rolled a freaking one. Oh yeah. That, that misses no matter what. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So Annie tries to cast it, but is just, I guess, shocked to see herself in this shadow version and is just really triggered because we have to steal the light, but she already got light stolen from her, so to have to do that again is just like really intense. And she's just gonna kind of like, I don't know, just lose it. She's losing it. She's not feeling too hot. Arete is going to make an immediate beeline for Shadow Arete. And as he's running, he mutters to himself, I will not let myself hurt anyone again. <laughs> so he runs the 30 feet. I use my bonus action to take a cunning action to dash another 30 feet to move 60, closing the gap. And then my main action will be drawing Lavoie and readying an attack for myself or whatever shade happens to enter my immediate vicinity. All right, Alexander. Does Hypnos look engaged in this? Yes. So you see Hypnos kind of just like eyes closed. Still, he seems to be like kind of like dodging attacks from something invisible and occasionally taking attacks from something invisible, like rapid like fist attacks from something. How far is Hypnos? He is 90 feet away. Damn. Everyone's everyone's too far from me, so I'm just going to run the 60 feet towards the action. All right, so at the top of the turret order, you see Dark Hypnos engaged in this more, like, dodgy battle with someone uh, that you can't see. Zaggy, baby! Shadow Alexander is up. So Shadow Alexander is going to move 30 feet, mm-hmm. and then he's going to throw a javelin. My last one. <laughs> oh, th- this is Toe's opportunity to say, look at all your cool features you don't use. Yeah, basically. So uh, he's going to fire a javelin at Annie. What? Yeah, it's with disadvantage because it's at a very long range. Okay. Uh, well, nine and nine both times plus eight is 17. That hits, right? Yeah, that hits. So that is 10 piercing damage. Wow. Thank you. Does that mean Shadow Annie also loses 10? No. Wow. Okay. Shadow Annie is going to go up and join a, a Shadow Alexander, and then she is going to cast Stinking Cloud. Ew, pee-hoo. So a 20-foot radius sphere of yellow nauseating gas appears around all of you. It's going to hit Rolf and Annie. <coughs> We have a really strong cloud. It'll go away. Wind, wind, strong wind. Start blowing, roll. Start blowing. I'm blowing. Shadow Arete is going to move 30 feet, and then he's going to take the dodge action. Shadow Rolf is going to also meet the part. So that whole party seems to move in lockstep, apparently. They are all going to go up, and then Shadow Rolf is going to cast Crown of Madness on Arete. <gasps> Whoa. So make a wisdom saving throw. 11, which is probably not enough. <laughs> you are charmed as a twisted crown of jagged iron appears on your head, and a madness glows in your eyes. You must use your action before moving on each of your turns to make a melee attack against a creature other than yourself that I mentally choose. Otherwise, you can act normally on your turn if you choose no creature or if none are in your reach. Damn. I'm going to run forward 30 feet, and then I'm going to cast Ice Knife on the shadow version of myself. Okay. And that is going to be a... 26 to hit, which I know does. You have to make a constitution saving throw because you're in a stinking cloud. Oh, shit. Goodbye, guys. <laughs> it's a 15. <laughs> what is Annie's spell safety? It's 16. <laughs> 
you spend your action that turn retching and reeling. That's it. Oh, it has no damage effects? Nope. Nope, you're just retching and reeling. Okay. <laughs> Anastasia. I'm sorry. Okay, Annie, it's your turn. Okay. Rolf, Rolf, where are you? And where are your feet? <laughs> Annie would like to cast Cure Wounds on Rolf since he's right here. Well, make a constitution saving throw. Tits. <gasps> yeah, it's 22! Okay, yeah, you're good. Yeah. Rolf, come here. And Annie's going to... I can't. <laughs> I'm wretching and really... <laughs> Annie's going to mosey on over to Rolf, which is like right next to her. It's nothing so dramatic, Rolf. And she's going to cast Cure Wounds on him. So she's going to touch his little shoulder. And Rolf gets healed for not much, but it's seven, buddy. That's almost double my current health. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. Congratulations. It's called... An audio drama, Anastasia. <laughs> what? I, I'm not coughing it. I, I saved. A voice somewhere says, it's the most accessible media. You told me not to be dramatic. Oh. It's an audio drama. You're right. You're right. Sorry, everyone at home. Please uh, nullify what I said. Rolf, continue. <laughs> okay, now that you're... You, okay, Annie's going to spend the rest of her turn uh, moving. And he wants to get out of the stinking cloud and more towards like Alex and Arete. All right, they're within 30 feet of me now. So Arete will go ahead and close the remaining 30 feet by using his movement to approach the other Arete. At last, we meet face to, well, face, you know, because you're me and I'm you and, you know, well, anyway, we'll chat later. And then Arete will go for a stabby stab. All right, make him a disadvantage because Shadow Arete is dodging. Okay, 12, which I know misses. So that's sad. (laughs) Shadow Arete sneers as you try to stab him. I am going to go ahead and go for that second melee attack. And it's not enough. Arete continues to snare. Okay. I've moved the 60 feet, so I'm going to run and attack Rolf's shadow. Dirty 20 should hit. Yeah. Yeah. I did 10 damage with my sword. You swipe at Shadow Rolf. Shadow Rolf shatters and then reconstitutes as if only Rolf could kill Shadow Rolf. I had a feeling. What the fuck? Shadow Rolf will be locked at one hit point. Oh, so I did do some damage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, uh, well, I try to attack myself, but that's a 12, and I know that misses. I'll do a shield master shove and try to shove my guy to the ground. Okay. I won't pretend I haven't thought about this. <laughs> me too, Toe, me too. Instead of making an attack roll, you make a strength athletics check, contested by the target strength ath- athletics or acrobatics. All right, I'll do athletics. Okay, and Shadow Alexander is going to do athletics as well. Uh, I got a 25. I got a 12. All right, so you you try to shove Shadow Alexander, and Shadow Alexander kind of just swats your shield away with it. Like, don't do that. Like, come on. Now we're at the top of the initiative order again. Uh, at this point here, now that like more of you are closer to the center of the battlefield, you see other things happening on the battlefield. They're not affecting your battle, but like you see a hail of thorns falling on the battlefield. You see like fire and ice burning the grass around it and then freezing it up again. And you see like Hypnos seems to be taking attacks from a number of other things. That's the other Olympiad. Anyway, now it is the shadow team's turn. 
So first up is Shadow Alexander. I, I want to make clear something. So when they're doing these attacks on you, the damage is being done to your body. So like you don't have these wounds on you. The wounds are happening on your body back there. So Alexander pulls out this like dark blossom blade, like a shadow marigold, and then slashes at Arete. It is an 11. That don't hit. Yes. Not enough. Okay. He swings again, and that is a 15. Uh, meets it, beats it. That hits. Damn. Alrighty. He deals. Oof. Five damage. Five slashing damage to you. And I will use my uncanny dodge reaction to half that damage. Oof. Okay. Next up is Shadow Annie's turn. Shadow Annie is going to cast Melf's Acid Arrow at Arete. Oh no! Oh no. They're focusing their fire. And gets a 20. That hits. Okay, so it's only 5d4. Just just that. You take 15 acid damage immediately. And then you take 2d4 at the end of your next turn. So Shadow Arete is going to uh, leer at regular Arete and then vanish with a little And then Alexander, you need to make a constitution saving throw. Uh-oh, someone's getting marked for death. Is that what's happening? Or it's an assail senses. 16. Okay, you just barely shake off as like a, a bunch of like knives come at your eyes. <laughs> huh? <laughs> you just close your eyes really tight. <laughs> what? <laughs> and nothing happens. They bounce off your eyelids. Yeah. Why can't I just have luscious lashes that catch them or something? Because that's not realistic, Nick. Shadow Rolf is also making a big to-do about this paucity of spell slots that he has, and actually he has a bunch. He's going to cast Thunder Wave on Arete and Alexander. So make a constitution saving throw, Alexander and Arete. All right, add four, Arete. My constitution saving throw was a 10. Okay, Alexander? Uh, oh, wait. With, plus with four me? with uh, oh, Alexander to 14, which is probably not enough. Still. I got 24. So, Alexander, you take two, and Arete, you take four. Thunder damage. Oh, wow. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I told you, I don't fudge rolls. Ow. That was really cute. Okay, Rolf, it is your turn. Do I need to roll a constitution saving throw, or is the cloud gone? Yes, you are in a cloud. 14. (laughs) All right, yeah, that's still happening. All right, Annie, it's your turn. Annie is going to run over to a rete and cast Cure Wounds. I'm just assuming you're not looking good, buddy. Oh, what, Alex? What? You're the only one who can kill Annie, and Annie hurts. (laughs) Well, what 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 do you want me to do? You've got the thunder wave. Take notes! Take notes! You told me to take notes before and I was trying to heal people! What the shit, Alex? Go kill yourself, damn it! <laughs> I'm like double dead! Don't yell at me! You're still alive over there! We're all still alive! Don't you dare! Don't you dare! No, just <laughs> what? <ugh. laughs> and he's gonna cast level four Melf's acid arrow! on her shadow self. Okay. That's a dirty 20. Okay, that does hit. Okay, great. That's 64. Let's see how it goes. Come on, that's 15 damage to my shadow self. Now that her concentration should technically also not be concentrated. Well, she has to roll concentration. So she gets a 13, so that saves. Yeah. Well, okay, well, she takes, she'll take 2d4 more acid damage at the end of her next turn. Great, since I'm gonna immediately go for uh, a stabby stab against myself, um, and because Alexander is adjacent, it would land sneak attack damage if it hits, and it's a 28. 
baby. That hits. That does hit. That's gonna be 28 piercing damage. That Orache looks pretty bad. And then I will use my two weapon fighting to go for another attack against myself. And it's an 18, which hits. Nice. And that's gonna be 18 damage. All right, well, you shatter Shadow Arete, and that life force comes right back into you. (laughs) Who wants more of my blade? (laughs) And uh, that'll be the end of my turn. Because Arete technically has, like, his soul back, does that mean he can use boons again? Nope. Okay, cool. Just wanted to ask. Only our bodies are tethered to the boons. Ah, word. Got it. The gods don't care about lowly shades. They only care about humanoid forms. Well, then, Arete, run to your body, baby. I will on my turn. Attacking the other Alexander. Oof. Okay, a 14 doesn't land. The second attack is a 24, which should land. Mm-hmm. And I get an 8 on damage. Alrighty. Can I try to shove him? Sure, why not? I got a natural 20. Can I knock him to the ground? Yeah, I got an 11. <laughs> Shadow Hypnos is getting beat down. Shadow Alexander is up. He's going to use half his movement to stand up for all that (laughs) shoving that happened. He's going to attack you. He crits. So you take 12 slashing damage total. Shadow Annie is going to fire a super melt facet arrow. Uh, Regular Annie. Yeah, that makes sense. Tit for tat, baby. Yeah, baby. Oh, I crit again. No! Oh, wow. So this is so this is at twelve d four. Eleven plus ten, so twenty one acid damage. And he hurts. I just like all I hear is like, why are you killing yourself? Why are you killing yourself? Why are you killing yourself? Shadow Rolf with his one HP is just spitefully cackling. <sighs> <laughs> And is going to cast Acid Splash at y'all, uh, at Alexander and Arete. Uh, both of you make a deck saving throw. Yeah. That's a 15 for me. Ooh. Sorry, bud. Ooh, okay. You take 10 Acid Damage, Arete. Great. Rolf, it's your turn. Great. Do I need to roll a, a Constitution saving throw? Yes. Okay. 16. All right, you do save, so you're not retching. Okay, uh, so 16, I save, I go, <laughs> I'm going to move forward 30 feet as I cast Ice Knife on Shadow Rolf. Okay. So Shadow Rolf shatters. You want to do ice damage on Alexander and Annie? I do very much so, yes. Let's see. Any creature within five feet must make us dexterity saving. So Shadow Annie gets a 19. Shadow Alexander gets 16. So that saves because it's a 16. Damn. Okay. Your shade soul flies over to you now. He shatters. He goes, give me that. And the soul flies back to him and I touch my body on the ground. You do that. You are removed from play for now. Bye. (laughs) Fuck. All right. Annie, it is your turn. Great. Annie is once again going to cast Helps acid arrow. That is an 18 to hit. That hits. I know it does. <laughs> and I do 17 damage to my shadow self and 2d4 later on. All right, Arete, it's your turn. Arete looks over his shoulder at real Annie and goes, with your permission to assist you. <laughs> yep, go ahead. Do your worst, best. I don't, um... Now, now we've made it just uncomfortable, haven't we? No, just hit her. And Arete 
takes Lavoie and kind of very hesitantly stabs at Shadow Anastasia. How do you hesitantly okay. stab someone? <laughs> <laughs> uh, ex- excuse well, I'll me. I'll tell you exactly how you hesitantly stab by rolling a critical fail. <laughs> okay. Did you do anything else? With the crown of madness on the metal kind of falling around Arete's eyes, he doesn't quite know where he's where he's looking and he kind of stabs out wildly and he grazes Alexander if it hits, I suppose, which the roll is a 27. Does that hit, Alexander? (laughs) Yes, that hits. And it does 11 damage. (sighs) Five health to go. Arete is going to use his bonus action of two-weapon fighting to try to another hesitant stab at Anastasia, or Shadow Anastasia, rather. And it is a 17 to hit. That does hit. Seven damage. All right, Alexander. Swinging myself. Critical fail. And a 16, which doesn't land. I am in need help. (laughs) That's my turn. Okay. Shadow Alexander is going to swing at regular Alexander. (laughs) Is it a critical? Is it a critical success? It's a critical. How is Rete looking? Uh, We're looking at 8 HP. You never know. It could be a bad roll. Yeah, we'll find out. Uh, All right. So what is it? It's 2d8 plus 4. 7 total. And then I will use my reaction to use uncanny dodge to have the damage. Oh, yeah. You're fine. Yeah. So we're both at... (laughs) Five? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Shadow Annie is going to cast Thunderclap on Alexander and Arete. Oh, Oh, come Uh, on. Both of you make constitution saving throws. Oh, come on. Come on, y'all. All right, it's a dirty 20. 18 for Arete. Okay, so actually neither of you take any damage then. The thunder hits the shield. I've seen those thunder cheeks clap before. Stay away from me. What? Annie. Annie, yes. Oh, did Dark Annie roll her? I was about to say the additional for acid arrow. Oh, for acid arrow? Uh, As in to take acid arrow damage, you mean? I'll tell you right now. Yeah, frick. That's two. Oh, I rolled much higher on myself, so. We get totally serious. That's fine. All right, Shadow Annie dies from acid damage. (laughs) Yes! Yeah. The cloud dissipates as well. Annie, don't leave yet, please. <laughs> wow. How the turns of tables. Alrighty. Okay. So, Annie, it is your turn. Annie is going to turn to Arete. Arete, get out of here and run back to your body. Alex. And Annie is going to cast a level three cure wounds on Alex. You heal for 19. Ooh. <sighs> Why are you rolling your eyes? <laughs> um, for, for, those, for those of us listening through an audio medium, uh, Toe just did the jerk-off motion with a terrible <laughs> eye roll. You said Annie... <laughs> you said Annie's soul uh, just <laughs> immediately went back to her, correct? Yeah, what's left of it. Ouch, okay. Not yet, not yet, not yet. Don't go, don't go, don't go, don't go. What? You don't... Okay, well, I already healed Alex, and Annie will just... Hang out. Yes. Uh, <laughs> All right, Arate. Why are you keeping her around? Because I can't kill myself. I'm too strong. Arate. <laughs> First, I will take the 
disengage bonus action using my cunning action. So that way, when I run away, Shadow Alexander does not get an attack of opportunity. And then I will take a regular dash action. So I'll move 60 feet back to my body. So there's 30 feet left. All right, Alexander, it is your turn. Swinging at other Alexander. That's a miss. That one hits, 23, and 11 damage. He has 11 health left. Okay. Come on, Alex. He is gonna swing at ya. <laughs> 25. That hits. Alrighty. Uh, oh my god. Uh, well, you take five slashings. Okay. He's gonna swing again. He gets a 26. That hits. You take eight slashing. Okay, now we're both at 11. Annie, it is your turn. Okay, Annie is going to... You can just maybe another cure. Oh, we're <laughs> making requests now. Okay, well that's really cute, Alex. No, unless you want to fight him yourself. Well, I'm just saying because you said you can't kill yourself. Yes. So would you rather I hit you or heal you? <laughs> oh, God. And he's like, you can't kill yourself. Let me show you how it's done. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but you know. I cure wound is 100%. Uh, an attack is going to miss on Alexander. <gasps> Fine. Okay. Annie will cast a second level cure wound so that she could still have a third level slot. Annie's going to pat Alex on the shoulder. You heal for 12. There we go. Good. Slashing time. Okay. Dirty 20 hits. 11 damage. All right. You slash into Shadow Alexander, and you've just been fighting so many simulacra of Alexander that you were getting a little (laughs) over it. But yeah, Shadow Alexander's shade spirit thingy uh, returns to you. You both sprint back to your bodies. And just as you do, uh, you hear a loud crash as Shadow Hypnos crashes to the ground and you see him cradled in Zagreus's arms and Zagreus kind of just comfortingly runs a hand through his silvery hair and says, it's all right now, you can go back to sleep. And then there's an ocean of blood, an absolute just fountain of it that explodes up around both of them and they're both gone. As you wake up at your regular bodies, you see Nausicaa, Daphne, Synth, and Icarus running up to you. And Icarus says, are you guys all right? Oh, that was a bit of a nightmare. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. You think this is humorous? <laughs> it, it really was. No, it, 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 that was a good one. Yeah, it, it, that, nice. was, that was the worst. I'd rather not kill myself again. How'd you hold up? Well, uh, we saw you guys were down and uh, thought, oh, we should probably guard those bodies from any trouble, so. That was very nice of you. Yeah. Much appreciated. Well, you can thank Nausicaa. She did most of the protection. The rest of us were mostly uh, just battering away at uh, whatever happened to Hypnos over there. I'm just happy that we could put him out of his nightmare. Uh, did you guys see Zagreus? Uh, yeah. He was wailing away with the fists of Malfun on uh, Hypnos over there. So Nausicaa pipes up and she says, it seems the two of them were locked in a rather painful combat, but um, he'd sustained some fairly severe injuries. So I think when the blood came for Hypnos, it came for Zagreus as well. Interesting. Uh, how, how did the rest of you hold up? I didn't expect to disappear from battle just then. Synth shrugs and he looks down at the massive gash that like bisects his torso and he just says, well, nothing's really worse than this. So I imagine it was probably fine. I'm assuming in your journeys 
This is not what you typically fight here. Uh, yeah, the Colosseum doesn't really, uh, put these shadow versions of gods as contestants, but, uh, they get really excited when they see one, and except for this one. People were pretty scared of this one. Okay, we also ran into the other Olympiad, uh, when we were fighting Cassandra earlier, so- Oh, how did they turn out? Exploded. Yeah, <laughs> their, their, their heads kind of went- we tried to heal them, but they, they were under some sort of spell that didn't allow us to wake them. Daphne shrugs and she says, Yeah, Cassandra's a tricky one. Man, I would do anything to have her on our team. Yeah. I almost tried everything, but it didn't quite work. <laughs> Anywho, it seems that we are increasingly being allowed into battles with each other. I don't know if this will persist if we go through the gate. It seems, you know, the world does what it wants. So the other Olympiad, they all kind of look at the next gate with uh, dread. And you see a gate with a bottle of ambrosia on it and a skull and crossbones underneath the icon. Hercules, I assume? They say, that's that's the wall right there. It's about time you battered your heads against it like the rest of us. Well, I assume Hercules can't be in two places at once. So if we both go through the gate at the same time, either we will both fight him or one of us will get something else. Hercules, Heracles, I never really can make up my mind about which one to use. (laughs) (laughs) It's my accent, I'm sorry. However, I will say this. I have a plan not too dissimilar from yours. Perhaps, well, remember what we were saying about the Titans, about how they might be our only option for killing gods? Yes. Well, here's the thing about Heracles. He has this weapon, an infernal arm, and you know how we feel about infernal arms, but he has one that none of us have ever heard about or seen before. Something that may, in fact, be powerful enough for, well, killing gods. Tell me more. What does it do? What is it? It is a a thunderous weapon. Uh, It changes form, it's very fast, and it's very strong. But more my point is that, what if the Titans weren't our only option? What what if we could bring Heracles to our side? Is he chatty at all? We haven't had great luck speaking to people in combat. Ugh. Very, very chatty. Well, I am related to Heracles. I do not think he will hesitate to strike down his own kin. I don't think so either. Here is my suggestion. Use this battle to learn what you can about it. Do not go in expecting to win, but go in knowing that this is an opportunity for you to learn. Find out what he cares about, what matters to him. See if you can bring him to our side somehow. And, well... Do at least try to put on a good show. I do think he um, places some stock or respect in people who can. Let's do some dancing with the gods. Yeah, let me brush off my tap shoes. I mean, I'll, I'll see what we can do. Any any advice based on the fights you've had with him? <sighs> she thinks for a moment and then she says, Oh, I think I have just the thing to help you. Yes. And then uh, she looks to the rest of her Olympiad and sh- they kind of look at each other like, should we do this? And then they kind of nod like, yeah, all right, we'll give them ours. And then they all reach into their pockets and they pull out these crystals and they hand them to all of you. We devised these little crystals here to give ourselves a bit of an edge in combat, at least strategically. So once you go into combat, you'll see that uh, the battlefield it's, is almost a character in itself. You will have to be braving the Colosseum just as much as you will have to be braving Heracles. I believe these crystals will allow you to make some strategic decisions about at least how that battlefield affects you. And there is one other thing, and then she looks to Daphne, and Daphne says, Yeah, we're probably not going to win anyway, so we might as well give it to him. And then... Daphne and Nausicaa hold hands and then as they hold hands you see basically kind of like Cassandra was like making that like mini miniature sun 
they make like a miniature healing nova between their hands and they smash it down onto the ground and all of you are healed uh, basically up to your maximum hit points. Holy shit. Ah, thank you so much. Well, the Nausicaa says, you're going to need it. So, yeah, you're welcome, but make good use of it. I cannot tell you how much this means to us. Kindness is uh, hard to come by on this journey. Will you not join us? Are you going to stay here? Well, as you know, the way the gates work is that they don't always send us to the exact same place. Um, We imagine this is going to be your first battle against Heracles, but if we can help, we will certainly make every effort, just as we have here. Where else can you go? Heracles is the final boss, is it not? I believe the way that space-time works here in Elysium is that we get put on different tracks that we have to battle through. (laughs) How convenient. (laughs) Well... It may be unlikely, but here's hoping we meet again in the Temple of Sticks. We still don't know if we can entirely trust you yet. This is Nascar. We still don't know if we can entirely trust you yet, but if you can really pass through Heracles, well, you will be a force to be considered, no matter the equation. So, but on a good show out there. We certainly will. I appreciate your honesty. All right, well, don't keep him waiting. He doesn't like that. Very well. Till we meet again. Shall we, Gru? I guess we shall. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. They nod. Icarus does like a very like happy little wave, whereas like Synth does more of like a manly salute, like two finger salute. Daphne and Nausicaa kind of just like gravely nod. Like they're not the kind of people who would say like, you're welcome. You know, they're just like, this is what needs to be done. Anastasia, brilliantly done. I I have to thank you again. I was in a lot of trouble there. No, it's okay, Alex. I- I'm sorry for yelling and getting aggressive. I just... I- understand the stresses of war can uh, can cloud the mind is there anything to bolster our give us an advantage that you could do now before we enter the gate how would not that be nice <laughs> i would actually like to investigate the crystals to see if we can get a better understanding of them before we have to use them in the heat of battle the other olympiad departs when you look at the crystals you see that there are these crystals that kind of alternate between bright orange and dark blue depending on how you hold them up to the light and you suspect that they're deactivated right now but once the battle starts they will be reflective of something that happens to you. So like you will be able to view your own state on this crystal and you'll be able to somehow change your state on this crystal. Rolf, what can you make of these? Uh, It seems to me they're not much use now, but once we're in battle, it seems this will reflect something of our situation and perhaps give us a choice in that matter. Cryptic as always. Oh, by the way, by the way, you all get a super pomegranate. (gasps) This will bring one of your boons up to heroic. Or you can use it on your adrenaline auto injector. We could do Athena, we could do Dionysus or Artemis, or we can re-up Hephaestus. Artemis, I think... Here's what we should go for. All right. I agree. Okay. Let's do it. All right. When your Artemis boon becomes heroic, you roll three additional crit dice. Wow. Shall we? We shall. Onward we go. Arete smacks the portal. The crystal globe shatters as the gate slides up, revealing just blue-green light from the other side and the sounds of uproarious applause as well as lightning and thunder. Arete will lie plank on the floor and worm his way into the portal. As he's doing that, Rolf runs up to him and like puts his hands on his shoulders and flips into the portal. Oh my God, okay. Alexander piggybacks on Anastasia as they go into the portal. <laughs> and he dies. 
Annie is like, I would rather die here. I'm just kidding. Annie carries you straight through the portal. <laughs> Skips right on through. <laughs> Yeehaw. Unlike the very sparse Coliseum you were just in, when you arrive here, it is absolutely packed to the brim. You have never seen it more packed than this. So every single tablet at each of those stations in the audience is just covered with shades or other warriors or participants in the UFC. People are losing their shit and cheering, and all of this is happening inside a massive hurricane. So it is beating down on you with so much rain that it is actually difficult to see and hear such that if you were to try to make perception checks in this storm, it would be with disadvantage. So, like, the grass is still thick at your feet, but it's also muddy, and, like, the intermittent, like, cobblestones are, like, really slick. But literally, the audience, like, does not care. And you walk out onto this actually empty, otherwise empty battlefield. You don't see anybody on the battlefield. And then you hear a peal of thunder and then suddenly you look up in the sky and you see something really tiny just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and then it crashes into the ground almost like a meteor and Rolf you don't even need to make a history check to recognize this this is something that you have heard about your entire childhood oh fuck this is Mjolnir (gasps) I knew it I know that shit what And as Mjolnir rests in the dirt, a voice rings out from the heavens. How did you get that? That's no, it's not, that's not supposed to exist. Then you just hear a crash as this figure lands on the ground with like one knee on the ground, but like one knee up, like head down, hands on the ground, and everybody loses their shit and goes crazy. The crowd goes wild. Everybody, everybody, they did it. This is- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You see a billowing cape, Alexander. It is so much bigger and cooler and sexier than your cape. No, that's not possible. Pure sex. He yells out. Where's my theme music? And then the theme music for Heracles goes out. My hair flows like the mane of the Nemean lion. My biceps flex like the pulsing muscles of the Eranthian boar. If you thought Narcissus and Adonis were handsome, (laughs) well, you might as well be blind because my name is Heracles! Bang, another peal of thunder, and it is a good thing that it is raining so much so as to not reveal how everyone is also just creaming themselves down the aisles. Rogue Runners, Volume 1, In the Blood, stars our players Nicholas Benetatos as Alexander the Great, Amanda Facosta as Anastasia Pentazis, Giancarlo Herrera as Rolf Yannick, and Michael Pisani as Arete Lascaris. Dungeon mastering and NPC voices are by me, Tozaman. Cover art by Chandler Candela. Audio editing by Daniel Manning. 
Sound design and editing by Giancarlo Herrera. Title music by Sage GC, with vocals by Jessica Dahlgren and Sage GC. Character theme music by Giorgio Volpe. Additional music by Epidemic Sound. Transcription by Eli Barasa. If you liked what you heard, we hope you'll consider helping us make future tabletop parodies of your favorite stories. You can support us at Patreon on patreon.com slash roguerunradio. Patrons get access to our community Discord channel, as well as our behind-the-scenes chat cast Out of the Blood, where we talk about everything on our minds after the episode. There are free ways to support the show too, we hope you'll leave us a glowing review on your listening app of choice, as well as spread the good word about us on Twitter and Instagram, where you can follow us at Rogue Run Radio. We love hearing from you, so head us up there or email us at rr at whisperforge.org. We're very proud to be in the Whisperforge Collective and hope you'll check out our other shows. Get ready to run with us soon. New episodes drop every two weeks. Till next time, sinners, I'll see you in hell. Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Welcome to Beyond the Dark. Sub-level 19 was nothing like the other floors at Machinko. There were no alabaster workbenches, no spotless white carpets. Here, it was dank, dark, and that noise... A humming, throbbing sound like a sickly heartbeat hiding behind the whir of a great machine. A large metal cage loomed out of the darkness, backlit by an iridescent blue monitor, on which a cursor blinked idly. A metal panel slid out of an aperture in the cage near the monitor, and suddenly the cursor came to life. It read, Insert hand here. Beyond the Dark, a sci-fi anthology by Mark R. Healy, creator of The Strata. Find it at beyondthedarkpodcast.com or anywhere you listen to podcasts.